Welcome to Russ Off The Cuff. If you haven't already listened to How To Discover Your Voice Part 1 and How To Discover Your Voice Part 2, I highly recommend it. You can find the full text of this podcast on www.leaddiff.com. Hey, I'm doing a pretty good job remembering that website. I hope it's right. I think I got it right by memory and reminding you guys to go listen to it. Also, I didn't say this in episode one or two, but the favorite place I like to have people go to listen to the podcast is Spotify. It helps me out a little bit because I can get a sense statistically of how many people are listening and that kind of thing. Eventually, uh, I'm, I'm really busy, so it's hard for me to think about getting emails from you guys to help me understand what I can do more on or how, how I can improve or what you like more of. But eventually, I'll do that. But right now, that would just be overwhelming. Uh, so I hope you understand. So let's get into this uh, third episode, which is called Understand the Role of Spirituality. Let's get started. Genesis 32, 24 to 26. That's in the NIV. That's a Bible scripture quotation for those who are unfamiliar with the Bible, which is totally okay. Christianity is generally the form of spirituality that I involve myself with, but I know a fair amount about a lot of other different religions and, and, and can include those. And I have some of my favorites, including the Jedi religion of the Force, one of my favorites. So let's get started though. Genesis 32, 24 to 26. So Jacob was left alone. Remember, this is understand the role of spirituality in our effort to discover our voice. So Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, let me go for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Here's the key thought. Spirituality is the sacred space of our lives where we discover meaning and purpose. Now, there's some of us who have a particular faith that we believe in. As I said, mine is Christianity. And you can find stuff that I work on and write on at a a website called www.deepspirituality.net. But the idea of spirituality is different. I've written papers when I was studying in school on, uh, on Native American religion. One of my favorite uh, Native American leaders is Crazy Horse. And one day maybe we'll do an episode on that. But there was a spirituality and awareness of spiritual things that he had. And so what I'm trying to say is that spirituality encompasses a lot. And that's why I say spirituality is the sacred space of our lives where we discover meaning and purpose. Whether you call it God, whether you call it destiny with a capital D, That's the space, and that's the movement. That's the connection. Listening to decades of Springsteen music, one can only marvel at his vulnerability, his willingness to not only share his journey, but to help those who listen find their way in the midst of life's victories and travails. Springsteen enjoyed Dylan, and Bob Dylan has a song called Everybody's Gotta Serve somebody. Dylan went through a gospel music uh, period in his life and he put out some really interesting music pointing in the direction of spirituality. And when Springsteen shares with vulnerability and a willingness to put out and talk about his victories and travails, he is working in the realm of spirituality. His music along with decades of interviews and books, reveal a man who has wrestled 
and wants to teach his audience to wrestle until they experience the blessing. Just like Jacob wrestled, Springsteen wrestles. Spirituality recalls that we, requires that we all wrestle until we experience the blessing. What has surprised me most is Springsteen's awareness of the importance of the spiritual experience he creates. He has great self-awareness. It's one of the things I like about him. And here's the thing. People talk about how long his concerts are. I've heard stories and I've watched video of them. They can last for three hours, for four hours. Where does someone get not just the physical stamina, but the emotional stamina to give so much to an audience from his sacred space, from a space of spirituality and awareness that he's trying to help people get themselves into that space. Take this quote, Bruce Springsteen at 62, take this quote. Springsteen believed that these worries and the larger sense of loss and injury might provide an energy that the tour could draw on. After all these years on stage, he can stand back from his performances with an analytic remove. You're the shaman, a little bit. You're leading the congregation, he told me. But you are the same as everybody else in the sense that your troubles are the same. Your problems are the same. You've got your blessings. You've got your sins. You've got the things you can do well. You've got the things you, and he uses an expletive, up all the time. And so you're a conduit. There was a series of elements in your life, some that were blessings and some that were just chaotic curses that set fire to you in a certain way. And it's that fire coming through the fires of blessings and curses, of good things and bad things, that produces, if you're aware, a spirituality that allows us to reach into a place that cannot be seen, that cannot be touched, that cannot be humanly defined, and find and discover our voice. Finding our voice must contain a spiritual component where we learn to overcome, because it is in this overcoming that like Jacob in scripture, we're transformed into the person our inner voice longs for us to be, a longing of the soul that can only be justified by this type of growth and change, the type that turns our unspiritual Jacob into the spiritual Israel. You can look at Genesis 32, 30, 27, Genesis 32, 27 to 28 in the NIV to get that. Spirituality is what produces the transformation. We may get intellectually aware of our voice. We may be emotionally aware of our voice. We may be physically aware of our voice, but unless we become spiritually aware, there is no transformation. Emotions let us feel it. Intellect lets us understand it. Physical, we can go after it. But only the spiritual allows us to take that voice and become a different person. That's my argument, and that's what I see from Bruce Springsteen. And that leads to another thing. Don't run from pain. Don't run from pain. Boy, oh boy. That's something that's always plagued me, though it's taken me years to realize it. Still, Bruce was deeply affected by his father's paralyzing depressions and worried that he would not escape the threat of mental instability that ran through his family. That fear, he says, is why he never did drugs. 
Doug Springsteen, that's Bruce's dad, lives in his son's songs. This is a pretty intense and vulnerable sharing that occurs in his concerts, not just in, in, in interviews. He talked about being affected by watching his father go through the challenge of emotional health. And you know, it's very brave. And this is one thing I respect about Bruce Springsteen and his family. It's very brave to be willing as a man to talk about emotional health. And I, I, I think that is such a, a crucial area where men need to be allowed to talk about their emotions, their feelings, their health emotionally, and not be ashamed of it. And then we as men have to grow and our willingness to have conversations with each other about it and not be ashamed of it and not run from it. Because one of the things that Springsteen does here when he talks about it is he frees other people up to talk about it. Another person I love on that is Kevin Love from the Cleveland Cavaliers, former UCLA Bruin. When he's come out and talked very honestly about depression, it's freed up other players to talk about it and other people to talk about it. These guys, by talking about their emotional health problems and challenges and growing up in emotional health homes, they help us understand that we need to see our pain and not run from it. And in fact, let it guide us. Let's go on and understand how he did that. The first time I listened to Thunder Road from the 1975 breakout album, Born to Run, the distinctive sound of Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band was undeniable. But I was listening without the ability to hear. It took me a long time to like Bruce Springsteen because I listened without hearing. I was Woody Harrelson in the movie White Men Can't Jump. Have you seen that? You can go get the article on meetdiff.com, discover how to discover your voice, and go get the article and find the link to the movie White Men Can't Jump. There's a little clip. So I was like that when I was listening to Bruce. I was Woody Harrelson when Wesley Stipes told him in the movie White Men Can't Jump, look, man, you listen to Jimmy, referring to Jimi Hendrix. Look, man, you can listen to Jimmy but you can't hear him. There's a difference. Just because you're listening to him doesn't mean you're hearing him. That was me with Bruce Springsteen. And maybe that's been you if you say you don't like him. See, I repressed my emotions. That means I took past emotions and just got rid of them. I suppressed emotions. In Band of Brothers, one of my favorite leadership movies along with West Wing, one of the things they say a lot is put down suppressing fire. Suppressing fire is forcibly keeping something down. And so I repress things in the past, but when they happen in the present, I suppress it. You ever do that? You're kind of defensive. You shoot things down because you don't want to have to deal with the emotion of it, the heart of it, the soul of it, the emotional, the spiritual. Bruce Springsteen was punching at pain, and I wanted to run from it, and so I didn't like it. My first decade listening to and disliking Springsteen were years of me running from pain. My goal in life was to succeed, to get where I wanted to go, to get what I wanted to have, and let nothing get in my way. That means repressing and suppressing. When I experienced the pain of difficulty, setbacks, suffering, and failure, I ran, avoiding, suppressing, and denying, repressing, the impact of these unpleasant and humbling moments. It's unpleasant, I'm going to repress it. If it's humbling, I'm going to suppress it. Do you do that? A lot of us do that and don't even know it. I did it for years and didn't even know it. 
My emotions were suppressed while Springsteen made his audible for all to hear. And in so doing, he repaired himself and found his voice as a repairman for others. I'm going to hit you with that one again. Let me clear my throat. <clears throat> my emotions were suppressed while Springsteen made his audible for all to hear. And in so doing, he repaired himself and found his voice as a repairman for others. How about that? He became a repairman for others. And that leads us to our next section, the repairman. But that's going to be in our next episode. We're going to close this one out and we're going to go with the repairman as our next episode. And so make sure you join us. This is episode three, closing out Russ off the cuff. The series is how to discover your voice. Don't forget, you can find the article on leaddiff.com. Thank you very much.